Hey guys, welcome back to Crime Cocktails and BS. We are your hosts, Alex and Kaiza, coming back at you with some fresh new crime and bullshit in the reality TV world. <laughs> um, recap for you if you've never listened to us before, which could be possible since we've only had one episode. Kaiza and I are best friends from two years. <laughs> Thanks to our wonderful job, and we found a bond over true crime and reality television and decided, why not start a podcast? And here we are. We did it. Finally, after six months of planning. I know, seriously, it really is a miracle. Um, But we figured it out, even with some delays in recording on my part in Hurricane Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> turned into a tropical storm yeah but our lives got a little busy so got a little nutty a, little, a week behind but that's cool that's okay we're gonna make it up to you guys we promise we have so mm-hmm. much going on and kaiza is you know giving us all we need with a new cocktail for this week what is it what are you drinking <laughs> yes um in honor of us covering the lucy Letby case um this is called the paging prosecco and it is Prosecco, lemon juice, simple syrup, and you can add a little lemon twist if you'd like. But Oh, a twist, I did not eh? spend the time doing that. Y'all so, wanted a twist. There we go. Yes. I love it. And honestly, it fits the bill for this story, too, because what a nut and how this all came to be is so insane. Nuts. Yeah. So nuts. Um, For you. You guys who have not heard about this yet, she is Lucy Letby, who is 33-year-old nurse, was found guilty for murdering seven babies in a neonatal unit and attempting to kill six others at the Countess of Chester Hospital um, between 2015 and 2016. She is now the UK's most prolific child serial killer, which is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. It's such a sick case. Like unbelievable so actually i think she was charged with 10 attempted murders has it gone up yeah i think so um probably more to be honest jeez but yeah this she was arrested back in 2018 and the jury's been sitting for nine months while the trial went on so um she was just found guilty of 14 of 22 charges so that's nuts um there's so much to this because she seems like a normal person. Yeah. But it's... then after like hearing from her coworkers a little bit, she seems a little bit cuckoo, a little odd. Yeah. I mean, she was deliberately injecting these babies with all different stuff. So like air, force feeding others with milk, and she poisoned two of the infants with insulin. Insulin. Yeah. Which is crazy. Ugh. And what kind of freaked me out, too, was that the hospital is only 30 minutes away from Wrexham, which if you're a fan of Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and um, what's his face, um, Rob, I'm going to pronounce his last name wrong. And there was a whole video for his birthday about how to pronounce his last name correctly. What? Yeah. Did you not see? Oh, I have to send no. it to you. It's so funny. No. Rob um, <laughs> McKinley from um, It's Always Sunny. They have what you- is his last name. I'm not. I'm just going to text it to you. Mc- <laughs> I don't I I have to watch the video again. I should have done that earlier. Um, But they, you know, Wrexham 
they have their TV show on FX all about the team. And it's also like the third oldest football club in the world. So when I saw, I was like, were all the people at the games and they had no idea what was going on oh at this hospital? Like, just so yeah. crazy. And so then, close. like, did you um, read any of the, like, uh, interviews with the families? No. Oh, I think I did. I read one, or I actually watched one of the fathers speaking about losing their baby. Mm -hmm. And it was really upsetting to hear. Like, yeah. Because they're trusting these people. Like, I don't know. Like, can you imagine having a new no. baby and then like that stress? And then you put them in the hands of these nurses and you trust them to take care of them. And I, yeah. And it's like, we just, one of our friends just had a baby. Mm -hmm. And it's like hearing what she had gone through with all of the hospital staff, her midwife, doula. Sorry, Alex, if you're listening and I'm, giving incorrect information <laughs> um, but just hearing her stories and thinking about all the stress she was under and then to think of these families so there was the one family that had twins and let be killed one of them and then tried to kill the other the next day oh my gosh i did um, not know that yeah part. and now that poor child is seven survived Ugh. but has you know learning difficulties, a lot of complex needs, all because of being extremely harmed by Letby and what she was doing. Oh my God, like brain trauma or something? Yeah, it's just so, so sad. sad. And I mean, and then the police found all of these handwritten notes that she was writing in her house. Oh yeah, to the families. Yeah, yeah. being like, I'm evil, I did this. She was texting her fellow nurses and doctors when all this she was stuff like was finding going them on. on Facebook and messaging yeah. that, the family is like acting like she really cared for them and how she was so hurt from the baby's death because she bonded with the baby. It's like so yeah. sick. So yeah. twisted. And it, it was like she knew she was going to get caught or be a suspect at some point and was trying to throw it off by, you know, trying to tell her colleagues that it was like natural causes when in reality mm -hmm. she was doing all these things. And I mean, to think yeah. she was arrested three times consecutively in 2018, 19, and 20, mm -hmm. and they finally were able to get her. It's like, what was missing? She was also then? being paid, like, I think through this case, like through the trial, she was getting paid. I, I might be wrong on that, but I know she was getting paid after she got arrested and like salaried from the hospital. Which yeah. is so fucked up. <laughs> so, so fucked up. I mean, like, so the last time or the last recorded death was in June 2016. And then in September 2016, um, she filed a grievance report against her employers after she was relocated from the hospital's neonatal ward and she was put back on clerical duties. Um, and it was all because two male triplets died and a baby boy collapsed on and this was in like three days in a row of her being on duty in the hospital. So it was like her employers were like, something's going on here. They must have had some inkling. There's no way they couldn't have well, it. Well, the staff point. like actually tried to turn her in and the hospital yeah. was like, no, that's ridiculous. You guys are going to get in trouble for bullying her because they started saying, when the alarms went off, they were like, I wonder if Lucy's working because it was like so often that that mm -hmm. happened that they were like, there's some connection and they were bringing it up to like 
the board and no one yeah. took it seriously like several times so. yeah until finally like when she tried coming back to the neonatal department in 2017 um the hospital finally like took it seriously and they went to the police who finally opened an investigation on her so to think it she had an entire year of being able to cause all this harm and devastation mm-hmm. to then it taking another year to even have an investigation open and then a year on top of that for her to finally be considered a re- actual suspect and be arrested the first time that's so. like did you watch those interviews with the other doctors that worked with her no i didn't actually see any interviews tell me there's uh, okay i'm probably gonna get this name wrong but ravi Sorry. it's a Ga- day of Dariah. wrong names it's <laughs> yeah it is what it is at this point um, <laughs> So he said that like she was babysitting for another coworker, another nurse that like had to go do something mm-hmm. for a minute. And she went into the room and was watching this baby. And she heard he heard the alarms going off in the other room and walked in and the oxygen tube was out. And she was just standing there watching the baby. Like just suffocating. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, What the fuck? Like brought it up with yeah. the board. Like, this was another instance where it was like, a nurse wouldn't do that they would like immediately act to fix it they wouldn't just stand yeah. there watching like it's very obvious she's messed up <laughs> and doing something wrong yeah um, seriously it's it's just unreal how you go into that line of work i feel like if you go into that line of work it's because you want to take care of people and help people especially when they're on the brink and then to go into the neonatal unit it's because you want to care for children and make sure they're okay especially babies mm-hmm. so i'm like what is the disconnect here what set her off and i feel like i now say this to like you about every case we proxy. talk about yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. what possibly set this woman off to do this like how can you harm a poor innocent baby they have no way of you know defending themselves or anything it's so sad I know there were some psychiatrists that were like just reviewing the case and kind of Mm -hmm. giving their comments and they can't diagnose her obviously, but they were thinking she had a personality disorder or Munchausen by proxy, which is basically where you like the attention of the chaos that like medical emergencies cause. So, I mean, you know where my brain instantly went when you said that. (laughs) What? Gypsy Rose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's exactly Real Housewives that. of Orange County when they all <laughs> accused um uh what's her name? Yolanda. Uh, Yolanda, yeah. Of having Munchausen's. She still is on that train of um being sick and popping like 9,000 vitamins, but Yeah. But definitely not Munchausen's. Not Munchausen's. No. She's, she's just actually a health has freak. Lyme. Yeah. Yeah, Lyme's disease is real, man. Yeah, it is. Um but yeah, no, that makes me automatically my first thought was Gypsy Rose and how her mother was making her mm-hmm. sick and coming up with diagnoses and, and all she these got symptoms attention from like neighbors the news i mean they built her a house habitat for humanity built her a house i mean that was beyond because it's like she was getting money for her child being sick basically but yeah i mean maybe that's something we can cover another time too because i think there's so many interviews with gypsy too now while she's in jail oh my god yeah we need to cover that yeah we gotta cover that um but yeah but anyway i mean the lucy's finally arrested 
longest murder trial in UK history. All these counts she's now been accused of, uh, that she's been found guilty of. And that also includes not just murder, but attempted murder. Oh, another thing that was really weird is they found like cards on at her desk that she had made herself from her cat. That was like best mom ever. And then there were like fake cards from families written to her that she had done herself that were like, thank you so much for killing my child. Like, yeah, it's so ill. So that's disgusting. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not right. Not okay in the slightest. And I mean, didn't she say something when she was arrested? Like, or in trial, like I'm a monster or something. Yeah, she was like, I'm evil. Yeah. She like admittedly called herself evil, which honestly, she yeah, you are. The devil. Yeah. Yeah. You're there's a special place in hell for people like this. <laughs> I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so- and I think we all can agree on that too, because this is so messed up. And I mean I know that the news held on to releasing this information until like, I think a couple weeks after the verdict came out, but when it did come out, I mean, this news came out, what, last week? I think the 20th. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it is just absolutely, it's gut-wrenching how this can happen. And like, I remember hearing about this, but I mm -hmm. didn't know all the details. Like I didn't no there was so much so many people like flagging her over the years and nothing happened like the hospital didn't was trying to cover up how disorganized and chaotic their hospital was so they didn't want to have anything bad happening basically so yeah totally there's a lot to it yeah and it really comes down to like i think this kind of goes with any corporation or business or anything that has so many people working on it how many times does someone need to be flagged in order for you to finally take something seriously for real like how that goes (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) um but yeah i mean so the reason why too all this information didn't come out until the 20th when the second so the first set of verdicts was read out on august 8th and then the second on the 11th Mm -hmm. but they couldn't release any of this information until all the jurors were discharged so, I mean, also, I know the law is a bit different in the UK. Yeah. But, I mean, this is a case I'm sure if it had been in the US, would have been all over our TVs and. Right. Like, oh my God. We would have been following this whole time. I mean, I, I know I didn't really know about this until I went online and I, it was like the first main headline and i was like this is crazy yeah, but babies Ugh. i mean murder is never okay but like it's just so yeah, dark to exactly something so innocent and small yeah anyway anyway that's that's you know Lucy, how long she's in, i mean for life right Prison. yeah i believe it's life without parole or whatever Good. their equivalent is um and then speaking about possible life sentences <laughs> And all those things. I know you have some updates on Gilgo, which we talked about last time. So there's not much. Um, Basically, I did want to talk about how the former New York police chief was actually the one that was investigating Gilgo Beach originally was just arrested again for um, what was it for 
soliciting sex at Long Island Park. He was like, I think he was flashing himself. Oh, gross. Um, so he was charged with public lewdness, indecent exposure, and criminal solicitation. Um, and this guy has gotten DUIs. He's like, when he was a police officer, he was caught like having sex with sex workers in his police car. He, like, there's so much bad shit. That's a weird connection, and that's, though. That's a, okay, so that connects back to why this took so long, the case. Yeah. Because that chief of department and a bunch of the internal police yeah i don't know the people that run the uh investigations were butting heads and like hiding details from the fbi on this case like there's so much going on and it has to do with that guy so that delayed a lot of the investigation so that's crazy that is crazy (laughs) yeah yeah and then two sex workers from long island came out and said that they Mm -hmm. had met up with rex and that he was very aggressive and violent with them. Yeah, so they saw that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I a mean, big thing. Also, like, how did they allegedly survive? Like, well, I mean, not allegedly survive, but they survived this alleged. Maybe they just didn't killer. go somewhere to a second location or whatever. True. <laughs> I mean, second location. It's so crazy that people are actually able to like come out and talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um especially knowing he's like i don't know it it blows my mind that well first of all these women were able to like identify him and be like yep i was hired by by this guy could have been me huge and now this other part of the onion that's peeling is about um the detective you were talking about i mean Mm-hmm. How much detail do you think could have been raised earlier? Well, I guess the witness statement with the car and mm-hmm. the how the guy looked is like a large man, da, da, da. Yeah. a full description that was not shared or expanded upon. And they could have found him like in a week. Yeah. I mean, that's important Island information giant to dude, have. Like, yeah, yeah. His yeah. car, everything. They had all of it and they totally could have just stopped a lot of murders yeah seriously and i know i know last time we were talking about um them possibly opening up cases in the other locations where they had houses and land Mm -hmm. and i believe they have so this is definitely something i feel like we we're just going to keep following yeah i guess they just actually just took his dna Mm mm-hmm um, and they're actually exploring a few murders in Las Vegas that really matched his, like, all of his MO. MOs. Yeah. Um, so they're diving into that. We'll see what we'll happens. see. I guess I he has stopped being silent and emo in jail. Not that we want to give him attention, but he's, like, participating in religious services and, like... Oh, what? He's finally rehab. found God in all this? <laughs> oh, how and lovely. Like, Why does it seem to be... checking out books. Why does it seem to be that people, when they are stuck in shit for doing something wrong, (laughs) now all of a sudden come to light and they're all of a sudden just they all go to rehab and then they're (laughs) all okay? Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, perfect segue into the real big topic of the hour for us people who are much. I know (laughs) we. All right, full disclosure: Kaiza and I. 
are huge Bravo fans. We are legit Bravo holics. Yes. Andy Cohen, we are your people. Thank you. Um, I used to be embarrassed, but now I'm just. I am no longer ashamed. The world. Yeah. Yes, I scream it from rooftops all over the city of Boston because <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so, so good. Such a as, good escape. Yes, seriously. As Bravoholics, though, we obviously got caught up in Scandaval. Biggest thing to happen mm-hmm. on Bravo television. And obviously took over, ev- I feel like, everything when it came out. And mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, who come really more for the crime and not for the BS portion, um, Vanderpump Rules is a TV show that started thanks to Lisa Vanderpump, who was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She owns a string of restaurants. She's a queen. She is the absolute be-all, end-all. And we love her, obviously. But the show started at one of her restaurants called Sir, following all these people who worked at the restaurant two of which were Tom Sandoval and his girlfriend, Ariana, who were together for nine years. And then this past March, this year, so crazy to think it was only March, (laughs) um, we found out that he was cheating on Ariana with their friend Raquel Levis, who has now decided she wants to be Rachel again, but we'll, we'll get into that. It. We'll respect it. I we'll guess. Respect it. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it was a seventh month long affair. Um, it all came out before the reunion. They picked cameras back up to continue filming. Ariana took it in stride. She is not only living, but thriving. Mm-hmm. Coming out with a new cocktail book, which you best believe we have pre-ordered. Yes. <laughs> absolutely i may have ordered two so oh my god i haven't ordered mine yet that's why i ordered two you angel well i figured um i just you know this is what we do she looks so hot she does she looks so good and kaiza and i got super wrapped up in scandaval we have our send it to daryl sweatshirts from lala Okay, um, I've been obsessed with Vanderpump since I think 2014. My friend Vanessa like had it on when I was staying with her. It's so and good. I got hooked and just watched every episode. Mm-hmm. And then I've been just obsessed. So yeah. this is probably the biggest thing that's ever happened on Vanderpump. Yeah. Ever. There have been scandals. And to us personally, like... probably. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we were obsessed. We were we were as Are we were obsessed. rocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Raquel, Rachel, went into a facility and has come out and um, all of this stuff has been coming out too. Yeah, she did some work on herself and all this stuff's been coming out about how um, Bravo celebrities have been treated really unfairly. They're not getting paid enough for their shows. And the leader of this revolution for Bravo, if we can call it that, is Bethany Frankel, who... (laughs) skinny girl she's taken over the world used to be a huge fan of hers me too um, yeah i still but she, am sort of I, yeah there's part of me that still loves her but this she for some she's reason exploiting people yes rachel say. has decided that she was going to be interviewed by bethany this was going to be her big coming out back to us and we have a lot to say about this three-part 
interview. Do we want to start with Bethany or Rachel? Because I have a lot to say about both of them. (laughs) I don't care because honestly. Or just dive into all of it. Start with whoever you want because honestly, both of them pissed me me too. right off i know i'm like heated so about I, it actually so i was listening to this on a train for work and i was trying to like do my job while listening to it i had to stop because i was getting so heated my emails were starting to get like a little too firm as i was reading <laughs> them so i was like okay i'm gonna stop working and listen to this um so yeah i'm happy to start wherever you want because i know we have a lot to say Okay, I'm just going to start with a very shallow comment about Rachel. The way she talks gives me so much anxiety. It's the shaky voice and how slow, I may be hypocritical here, but like how slow it takes for her to get one sentence out, one little thought out. It would be one one thing if she never um, sounded like that. She sounds like that all the time. Like she's on the brink of crying. It's because she isn't actually thinking her own thoughts. She's just reciting things that other people told her to say or whatever. Sorry, that's my No, agreed. Agreed. A hundred percent. What royally pissed me off from the beginning was the fact that Bethany Frankel had the audacity to say she's never watched the show Mm -hmm. and yet she's going to cover this topic. She watched part of the reunion and that's it. She has no idea what's happening. This is Howie Mandel all over again. We're not Truly. doing this. Like, I'm like good. Okay. <laughs> partially good for her for like jumping. On. She knows how to make money. She's yeah. jumping on something that She's is jumping on the train. highly popular and mm-hmm. she knows she'll make money off of it. But like it's so ignorant and the comments she made without having watched the show was just like shut the fuck Agreed. up. Agreed. <laughs> Honestly, and after and while I'm listening to it, I'm like, I can't tell what's actually like a genuine thought or -hmm. genuine point versus what's a lie, because, you know, I I kind of came onto it a little later than I should have for listening to it. But I already knew, like some points she was making, people have come out and been like, nope, that's not true. Like, we're not none of this happened. Oh, that, that part, part is that so upsetting. gets me so upset because everyone knows there are so many posts there's so many videos out there of them hanging out like outside of filming yeah so and it's ridiculous yeah just to keep you all up to speed rachel said that her and ariana were not friends they were acquaintances who became friends for the show they never hung out outside the show which is a bold face lie We've she seen stayed the at their house. She yeah. stayed at their house. She banged Ariana's boyfriend at their house. Mm-hmm. Like we know these things. These is they went to what's come out together. They like everything. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, thinking back to that scene too from this past season when they're at the campsite for Rachel's birthday, mm-hmm. and she's crying and she's like, "You guys are so kind to me. These You're my closest my friends." friends. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm not a kind of person who's going to say that to someone I just consider an acquaintance or friends because of like, I work with them. Also on, I think it was shenanigans yes. podcast. She was like, yeah, Ariana has been so supportive of me. Yeah. It really shows who my real friends are. Like she has said this. Oh so. my God. Yeah. And then what <laughs> was just her trying point? to discredit her? Yeah. And then what was her point of being like, and I mean, Sheena told me that the podcast episode I was on was like her best episode. Like, like what she owes you. She's upset that other people are making money off of her 
when okay full disclosure should have just done this podcast on your own since you're starting your own podcast if you wanted to make money just out your own episode your first episode should just be about this why are you having to go on bethany so much and like i don't know there's just so much that pissed me off um i do agree maybe like bravo should have paid for her therapy i think that that part is a thing they should fight for with bravo is have mental health support like and apparently absolutely they do provide that usually but not like payment for treatment and stuff like that which Um, they should because think of how many people have had to like get off this show or like get off any of the shows i mean let's think back real Housewives of beverly hill season one kim richards was an alcoholic she had to go get help like yeah there are a lot of example there's a lot of people who've had issues and and it's come out name whose husband like committed suicide yeah yeah she needed so support after that and i feel like they do provide some on the show but i think yeah and especially with vanderpump they're all newbies to being famous so it's probably really crazy for them to have all that fame immediately like that Mm -hmm. would be that would mess you up a little bit mentally but anyway besides the point she knows what she's getting into Mm -hmm. when she signs up for reality tv and i think i don't think anything went wrong she caused the damage (laughs) yeah i mean and granted yes blaming bravo no exactly i mean granted it did take her and tom to do this Mm. and I, I think Tom should be blamed way more than her. Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say is I feel yeah. like Tom isn't necessarily getting that blame. I feel like, unfortunately, that is a yeah, part of our not. society, which sucks. Everyone really needs to go see the Barbie movie so we can make a difference. Um, Like he is kind of, get, I feel like he's getting away with it a lot more he than is. he should. And fans and everything are still fawning over him. Yeah. So I mean, it's a little upsetting. And I think, yeah, it's it's just not okay. He definitely needs to be held accountable more. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like maybe Rachel got a little too much necessary. Yeah, I don't think she should be. It just wasn't death balanced. Breaths, yeah, no, I mean, no that one should get crazy. death threats yeah. unless you know they are murdered. Okay, what upsets me is that she, you know, tooted this horn about how she's doing what what was it like seven months of treatment like yeah insane amount of inpatient treatment and she's like I've changed this was her opportunity to really show that and she like she was still defensive she was still blaming others she was still like woe is me I'm the victim and like yeah did not have like the things she said where she was taking ownership it was just like a scripted line that she said Mm -hmm. a hundred times and it just, it pissed me off. I'm like, oh, if you would have changed, we could have all accepted it. Like, we could yeah. have all been okay with what happened. And yeah, it sucks. But like, if you are getting the help, show us. But yeah, exactly. Didn't. I mean, that was really my big takeaway from it was that in all three parts, it was just so hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Like, she contradicted herself every step of the way. Like, saying that she was remorseful for her actions, but then said that, what Ariana was saying to her at the reunion was uncalled for, but like put yourself in Ariana's shoes. You're with someone for nine, almost 10 years. You have a house together. You've released books. You've helped him like 
reach all this success and his dreams opening two bars and all this. And then he goes and like has an affair. Yeah. And he, and she's not upset with him even when he literally like videotaped her. Yeah. Basically in a porn act. (laughs) Exactly. And like that was on his phone and that's awful. And he, she didn't even really care. She just kept blaming Ariana and saying that she shared the video and all this stuff, which apparently is a lie. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah. The other part that really got to me was how she said Sheena exaggerated their friendship. (laughs) And like Sheena, I mean, you can see on the show how Sheena really took care of her. She, yeah, she lived she, with Sheena. She loved, I mean, Sheena loved her. I don't think yeah. it's an exaggeration when you say, you know, she stood up someone who, yeah, when you consider someone your best friend, it's like having a sister. Like, I feel that way with a bunch of my, I consider you like a sister. Like, mm-hmm. I, so many of my friends, when you're that close with someone, that's the bond it feels like. And I think to me, it felt like it was kind of a cop out for Rachel to say, that Sheena, you know, is trying to construct this narrative like that to me is like equivalent to saying like your actions weren't what you did on the show, but it's because of editing. It's like blaming editing. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I at least feel about when people are like, oh, it's just this narrative they're trying to run with. Well, the narrative wouldn't be there unless there's something backing like it. You up. were the one who did the cheating like you yeah. were like Tom was but. You know, you did this, girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you aren't just some innocent victim that they're like. Oh. No, I mean, it's not. You're not like this little fawn in the woods. You're not a little Bambi, yeah, like, Bambi-eyed yeah. bitch. Like, I think she's just not way. right for reality TV. Like, she oh, kept yeah. saying, "Like, how come everyone else gets away with it?" With yeah, Tom is getting away with it, but he's literally just moving on. He's not like making a spectacle of going to treatment and then having like keeping the conversation going he's like not i mean i hate him but like yeah same he's just doing like everyone else who had a scandal jacks like Mm -hmm. they just moved on like i think they're a good fit for reality tv because of that to be honest exactly and like she's not taking it well yeah i mean she's not coming back yeah for next season honestly i agree like lala came out on her podcast and said you know I kind of wish Raquel Rachel was coming back because, you know, it would actually give her a chance to, like, tell her side to the group. Yeah. And they all, like, have said that they reacted strongly at the reunion and feel bad about it because it was, like, two weeks after what happened. So, of course, you're going to be heated. Exactly. It's, like, all in real time. It's hard to not to. And, I mean, and now all this stuff about sheena punching like the whole sheena punching her in the face thing came up again which i don't believe sheena could do it i mean girl can't make a fist like all that i and love that video i know it's such a good claws. one with her nails <laughs> yeah i mean i think just at the end of the day there was a much better way that she could have gone about it i think bethany needs to own up to the fact that she did exploit okay raquel he's not paying her yeah she came out saying she is, but there's no She's clear. Not. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, it's sad. I feel like it's kind of sad also. Like, Rachel is, I think her dad is, like, a super manager. Like, mm-hmm. her uncle, dad, whatever. Dadager. Dadager. Kind of um, 
and I can see how that has like shaped her and she's not able to really think for herself and she's Mm -hmm. like dated or banged people that are very controlling and so like it kind of makes me feel bad for her to be honest I feel yeah I mean I hope she continues like there yeah I feel like she I hope she continues to like get help and really work through this um yeah you can tell anything from the therapy she went through I mean I guess she needs a miracle to take it in but like you can tell even when she's talking to bethany everything is thought out everything is it's very methodical how she's talking and it doesn't go the way she thought it would go she stumbles and yeah she can't handle it it wasn't it was not organic in the slightest Mm -mm. and i think it was a real missed opportunity for her to really you know be able to connect we're all waiting we're all waiting for the big change and like for her to own it let down be a different person yeah it was it was a a letdown all around and that was Um, three hours of our lives that we could have done (laughs) i lol'd when she's when she said when tom came out with his single i like died because oh my god yeah like what single i was dying um oh okay bethany i have some points i want to oh please do I, got so the I thought ready. it was Go hilarious it. when she was lead- she's kind of leading the conversation yeah. obviously she's trying to steer it the way she wants it to go to like fit her narrative of bravo is abusive basically yes which i don't disagree that i'm sure there's some awful things happening yeah but it can be improved but anyway um like when she said i think she said something about how she how bethany demanded to know the ratings and then <laughs> she's like oh, i did yeah. that i stood up for that the I bethany clause to- <laughs> yeah. the- oh. and, then, and then rachel was like i mean you don't even need to know the ratings she was like everyone knows the ratings it's public record like she said something like that that just totally discredited bethany's yeah. point and it was so funny i i was laughing yeah no, um, I, bethany was definitely trying to be like i'm the reason why i'm the trailblazer i'm, I'm why yeah. you're here yeah oh my god also the fact that she was like i went to you because we don't really do this we don't travel to go talk to our guests but i went to you and then she was like because i thought you might back out (laughs) i also feel like bethany just wanted a moment to be like you're welcome that's what yeah that's what it was but then it was funny it was like because i thought you were gonna run away or hide or change your mind so i'm trapping you honestly maybe she should have I know. I know. It wasn't a good look. It just really was not. It was not. And then Bethany's monologue about all the mean things that they said during the reunion. I'm sorry. That made me laugh. Uh, It was so dramatic. It was so dramatic. Even the preview for all this was so dramatic. I was expecting like tears. I was expecting like some really like big reveals and all this and i mean you and i were both like it's just the same what the fuck is this same shit different day we already knew all this like nothing new here it was frustrating frustrating. yeah bethany just needs to stop she's making herself look bad like i'm all for the fight she wants to fight but she's not doing it for the right reasons she's doing it to gain things for herself so that's my opinion. Well, I am going to CC that opinion or, you know, <laughs> I agree with you 110% on all of that. 
Oh, yeah. Honestly, that racked my brain so much. Yeah. I can't believe it, but it's over now. Now we're going to be in the aftermath and I can't wait to see what comes out. Me too. I can't wait to watch the new season of Vanderpump. Me too. Ugh. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Um, I guess before we sign off, uh, how are you liking Roni this season? Loving it. Loving I didn't think it. I would. I didn't think I would, but I'm obsessed. Um, we got so many comments on our Instagram post about why <laughs> we're enjoying Real Housewives of New York this year. I know. And it's all different perspectives. Some people are not having it. Some people, of course, we miss the old cast, but yeah, of course. But you know, it needed to change. <laughs> yeah. It, honestly, I'm really excited about it. I was super apprehensive about watching it. You know, you mm-hmm. honestly had to force me to watch it. <laughs> I sat down on a Saturday and binged every episode that was on. I am fully obsessed. I finally saw the mid season trailer this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for that extra drama. How dare Aaron not have food for people? That really, that was my big, I was like. I am loving the drama topics. It's really Me funny. too. It's I love like how so right, out the, I love right out the gate, we got a cheese gate. I know. Like, I thank like, you. You guys know the assignment. The cheese, bro. Yeah. You know the assignment. But really, the big takeaway for me is that they all genuinely seem to enjoy each other's company. I mean, besides Jessel and Aaron. But, oh, wait, that's what I meant to tell you is I was reading today. Jessel moved from Dallas to New York for to the be show. on the show. I read that. I read that. Yeah, there's a lot about Jessel. We can talk about. We're gonna. I think we're gonna actually need to de- dedicate an episode to. Let's do it. Diving in all of it. Okay, that sounds good Let's to me. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was another good one. We did yes. it. Do you have any uh, recommendations of shows or books or anything? Oh, I feel so terrible. Um, I feel like I had so many last time. Well, you've been traveling and stuff, so. Yeah, I have. If you haven't watched Real Housewives of New York, definitely. That's on there. Just give it a chance. It's got the, like, new Bravo, like, innocent Bravo character vibe. Yeah. And also, please follow us on Instagram at Crime Cocktails and rate us. And rate us. Listen, rate, leave us a comment. Wait, do you have anything to recommend? Um, I feel like such a jerk. I went, I took your I'm question. I'm always just... watching 90 Day Fiance for the <gasps> Oh my God. Um, the new 90 Day Fiance. Uh, the Last Resort. The Other Way, I think. Oh, The Other really Way. really good. Highly recommend. And The Last Resort. <laughs> it's just a shit show. Um, Thrush. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it is. I'm only oh. 20 minutes into the first episode and I'm dying. <laughs> It's just a lot. It's all the like crazy characters. I'm obsessed. But I love Molly. Yeah, me too. I adore Molly. But anyway. She's sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us again on this wonderful episode. We couldn't do it without you you guys. And Kaisa, you're my other half. Thank you for everything. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Yeah.